Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get started. Straight from New York. Yo, yo, this handsome ass. Yo, yo, ah, now. Tune in to Al Joe the Funk Master. Watch a grill yoga knock out cold faster. Talking shit, now we talking facts. Where the man are off the back. You in trouble, came to burst your bubble. I don't shelter punches. They find home on your mind about a double. It's the weekly scraps. You don't need a map. GPS, I'm right here to lead a dash. The world doesn't know it needs, but I grow disease. Planet, fuck a name and the fame. Only legacy remains. Remember the name, how you may It ain't safe, it ain't safe, motherfucker. motherfucker. It's cheers, guys. To the winner. To the winner, Ray and Nephew. Who should we talk about first? Um, Should we talk about the news or the fights first? Nah, let's do the news. Okay. All right. So, first off, uh, Israel Adesanya is fighting Alex Pereira for the second time in the UFC, but for the fourth time. In combat sports history, how do you um, feel about that? Alex Pereira has never lost to Israel Adesanya. What do you What do you think Ever. outcome of the fight? Well, I agree. Izzy with Joe is Rogan. the favorite. Who they Vegas has Izzy as the favorite. Really? Well, Izzy was winning the fight. I agree. It's like anyone that doesn't see that is like, where's your like? You got blindfolds on, or what are you doing? Are you watching the fight, or are you playing on your phone? Izzy was definitely winning the fight. He was. I had it three to one going into the fifth. Yeah, don't it get looked, me wrong. It looked like a good game plan too. Pereira's a beast, but mm-hmm. Izzy was stylistically and tactically winning the fight Bro, easily. Pereira is a fucking scary motherfucker. <laughs> Yo, he hits you with these left hooks that just don't even make any sense. It like it sends you to the next dimension. Yeah, and it's these shorts like, bomb. He doesn't even like turn his hips over all too much. Did you think it was an early stoppage in the last fight? I felt what Izzy was saying, but I was like, I don't know if I agree, bro. I I don't. I thought it. I very strongly felt it was an early stoppage. It could have been. It could have been two more punches later. But like he was though. moving, bro. They say right. don't stop it. You're right. Unless he stops defending himself. Yes. And I felt Izzy like he was, was defending moving. and he was trying to get out of the way. He was conscious. I agree. Now two punches later. Which probably would have landed. Would that have done a lot more damage to his health? I don't. I think. I that, mean, probably. I mean, always you got punched two more times. Yeah, the by that Al- fucking monster. The outcome. Who's really a fucking light heavyweight? Yeah, he's know. a light heavyweight, killing himself to make 185 so they can make this fight. But we do wonder if Izzy could have gotten off the cage and back into space and survived another two and a half minutes. Yeah. Because, because he took him down he before. That's the other thing. It was it was in the middle of the round. It wasn't the end. Yeah. If, if he he's survived, t- he won the fight to me. If he survived. Yeah. Of course. Easily. Oh yeah. I don't think anybody could dispute that. I don't think Alex could dispute that. And and Alex was this close to being KO'd in what in the, the first, first round? round? First round. So when you see these guys stand next to each other, the Fuck. frames are just way different. Yeah. This is April eighth. I was supposed to be on this card April eighth. Yeah. Um. Not gonna happen. More than likely gonna be fighting in May. Um, hopefully the stem cells do it do uh the stem cells do their job and I actually make a full recovery. Yeah. I gotta take like two weeks off and then I can jump right into training camp. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that everything goes well. Uh I won't be drinking like at all. That's that shows you guys how serious I take this because I enjoy drinking. I really do. Yeah. Rebecca thinks I enjoy it too much. Yeah, we Babe, know. I love you, but you're not that bad. Hey. We, bro, we know train, we know hard. you enjoy drinking. Tell us again. You're not that bad. I enjoy drinking. Okay. okay. We know. So, with that being said, it, it's a big card. I would have liked to have been on the rematch card. That would have been fun. Um, Gilbert Burns, uh, Masvidal. That's wow. a huge card. A huge We're going to get to that in a sec. Yeah. 
So with this matchup, I think it's a stylistically good matchup for Izzy. It kind of reminds me of the Usman versus Maz, um, Usman versus um, Edwards, winning the fight for the majority of the fight, and then you lose it like in the eleventh hour. Ah. And I can only imagine how that feels because twenty five minutes, people don't understand. It's a long time. So for you to have the absolute focus for that long, it's not easy. Izzy was kind of compromised. The calf kicks start to pay some dividends. He's way faster than Pereira, but Pereira hits really hard. He's got these anvil for fists, and um, that's a game changer, man. Everybody knows power is the greatest equalizer. Yeah, Francis Ngannou yeah. has entered the chat. But even like for Izzy, I thought he would have like had better preparation and defense for the kicks to the leg. But they haven't fought in God knows but how many Izzy. years. He's the best kickboxer in UFC. But they haven't fought in how many years? So it's like, are you thinking that this guy's gonna come out and throw leg kicks like that? Calf kicks? Uh, that's you what know? I'm. I'm thinking. You're also talking about another in my great kickboxer. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. You know. So and Izzy actually didn't just grapple him. He actually struck struck with him. Like everyone I was saying, I think his game plan was right. It was right until <sighs> till the end. I mean, you know? what happened to Izzy was like what everyone knew could happen if you're fighting Alex Pereira. Oh, easily. Yeah, like, you can't fight him and not expect this to be a possible outcome. And if you do, and you think that's not going to... Like, even like Robert Whitaker, if he was to get that fight, it's like, if you think you're not going to get sent to the gulags, if you make one mistake, bro. It's literally guys like that, like him, Francis, guys like that, all they need to do is connect one... Deontay Wilder. ...time in the entire fucking fight. So how do you? They feel need like, to connect for one second in twenty-five whole minutes. How do you feel like part two is going to be? But that's what has you. That's what has you on the edge of your seat for sure. Um, I'm, part two. What do you think? I think it's going to be a similar game plan. I mean, he ain't going to go in there trying to like let's go blow for blow. That would be dumb. That's horrible. You can't go blow for blow with Alex Pereira. But in the first round, he almost got him out of there. I know. So part of me almost makes me wonder like twenty more seconds. Well, well, is he play it safe for the majority of the first round? And then try to light him up. Are you giving me a handshake? I don't know. This no, is... no, I have a point to make. And then, like and then he's trying a little to more scared now, like he felt the power in the UFC now. Like, I mean, no, I mean, but I he knocked he's... him out in kickboxing. Yeah, I know. I I feel like the smart game plan is for Izzy to do a whole ass wrestling camp and just become a grappler for this fight. <laughs> like that's be so different. because I don't, I was I don't me. Imagine that. I know how to win, and I'm gonna take <laughs> you, my you're path. Gonna do it. No, like the least resistance. That's because I'm getting the dub. I'm I'm thinking for Izzy, it's like okay, I don't have pay per view points for this next fight. Um, I actually I don't know his we, contract. We don't know his contract, yeah. but like I'm assuming, like let's just make an assumption. Okay, I'm not the champion anymore. I want to become champion again. I'm life is way better when you're a champion. Me too. But I think, but it's like I think for him, no matter whatever he, the game plan, he just wants to win. So he's gonna do whatever he. I gotta beat. The best. I gotta beat Alex Pereira at all costs. No, because, because he I can't go that. on for oh and five. Though. Is it five? Oh and five. No, he lost him twice in kickboxing. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, oh, no. Four. Oh, yeah, I'm tweaking. One in... I'm tweaking. I yeah, thought it was three. Like you tweaking. I you did, what you do today? Drink a lot crack, of fucking rum. Crack cocaine. You Which motherfucker. <laughs> so, I'm doing my job and you're getting me drunk. But he's not all of a sudden gonna turn into a grappler. But yo, I'm not. Nah, but his grappler, if I'm being honest, is not my guy. not good. But that grappler was awful, bro. Oh, okay. Bro, but that's what I'm yeah, saying. He's gonna do what he's good like, at. It felt he's like a kickboxer. It felt like going into that fight, everyone was like, "Oh, if Izzy just grapples because he has the MMA experience." Yo. But yo, that motherfucker had nothing for grappling. Yo, that grappling grapple was. Anybody. I was like, who? Whoa! I was just like, where are you guys training? Because I don't understand. 
Man, are you guys doing? Any is there any grapplers from City Kickboxing? Volkanovski, but he's not a grappler. He's not like a jujitsu guy. Volkanovski lit like, up Max for five rounds in striking. He's not a grappler. But he can take you down and he can control the he's grappling. Strong. He can grapple you against the cage and he can control the grappling. Is he? But he's not a grappler. Not so much. That's what I'm saying. A grappler is. You're a, a grappler. Khabib's a, a grappler. Yeah, Islam's but, a grappler. But that's all encompassing. So I feel like you're talking on in the spectrum of cage grappling, grappling on the floor, jujitsu, throws, wrestling, sambo. It's all encompassing. So like he can grapple, but he's not a gr- like it's not his most comfortable yeah, thing. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So when Izzy took him down, I was just like his control on top. I was like, bro, you have no weight on this guy. Yeah. There's like no control. It was just like kind of like I took him down, and wow. then now what? That's kind of how I felt when I was watching that. But like, I felt like he could have done. Like, if he, I felt like he didn't even prepare for it, and he knew that was the weak link. Some people like to beat people at their own game, or some people like to train, and they like to stick to their strong points. Is that the arrogance of a fighter? Sometimes it can be, but in the in the case of Izzy and in the case of one eighty five, there's not many top level grapplers other than a guy like Chris Wyman, yeah, Derek Brunson. Other than that, like even Whitaker, he could take you down. What's he gonna do when he takes you down? He's not great on top. Yeah. He's not good with control he on top. Is he down how many times in the last fight and, and didn't do anything with it? You know what I mean. So when I look at situations like that, like these guys are wrestlers or comp- competent wrestlers, but not grapplers yeah, yeah. in the not whole high level. Like one thirty-five, I got Umar, yeah. I got Marab, I got Ricky Simone, I got um, Sadikov, who he he lost to Saeed Nurmagomedov, who's got tricks and submissions at um, dude one thirty-five. Like we got grapplers. An MMA grappler is someone who can take you down, hold you there, and possibly submit you. That's what I would say. If you just can take people down but don't do shit with it, then you're not – I don't even think you can call yourself a grappler. That's why 135 is the best division, in yeah. my opinion. I it agree. really is. You got Islam and then you got Charles Oliveira. Who else is there? You got Justin Gaethje? You got – well, you got Benil Darius. He's a savage on, in terms of grappling. He's good with the – but, like, even, like – grappler. I feel like, yeah, like MMA grappling means like you have all of it. You can take you, I can yeah. take you down and You're submit you on the ground. You're a wrestler and jujitsu. And I can just hold you there. Gaethje, I'm not, I didn't, I'm not, Gaethje, you the guy. <laughs> I'm just saying though. But there's grab, that grappling needs a little work, bro. In MMA, there are guys who got by by being strikers with no grappling. That's threatening. So why you keep talking shit about Justin Gaethje, bro? Nah, I'm not. You are though. I'm not. You literally Shut just. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Don't even push that. I want to make a fucking documentary about Justin Gaethje. Don't fucking do that to me. Yo, Jake, I'm going to just sip this tea. Yo, if I was sober, I would have let you do that to me. (laughs) But I'm not, you motherfucker. (laughs) You fucking bitch. (laughs) Yo. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, is he? Yo, he had some kind of favorable matchups, and then they put him against a guy who could actually fucking terminate him, and he he got knocked out. Oh, you mean so he got the Connor treatment? Now you're talking shit about Connor. But there are, like. Now you're talking shit about Connor. Yo, this guy is the worst, bro. Yo, fuck you. (laughs) Why do you do this to me? You should be trying to make me look good, not like a piece of shit. Now he's throwing smoke on Connor right now. You're saying Connor had all these favorable matchups, and now all of a sudden he lost to Khabib. The Taekwondo guy. Wow, Jake. You thought you knew somebody, right? <laughs> Aljo, you are a piece of shit human being. <laughs> yeah. 
I need a raise if you're gonna treat me like this. On <laughs> this fucking, is actually comedy on right fucking now. public content. You, get, I need oh, a raise. Oh, start bashing them. <laughs> yeah, I'm lit right now. You're the one saying that shit, not me, bro. I didn't say anything. I'm rum just saying. On, what you, what rum on the rocks is then my shit now. Yo, but like, here's my thing, right? If you if you're a striker, if you're an amazing striker, but you have no grappling, you're gonna fucking lose to a grappler. It's like Goki, um, I don't like care Gohan, if you're fucking Saki, whatever his name is. Okay, look, look at Alex Pereira. He's arguably the best striker in MMA right now, like pure pound for pound striker. Throw him against anybody who has fucking submissions and wrestling. You're saying he should fight Hamzat. Throw him against Hamzat. So you're saying Hamzat would beat him, and it wouldn't even be close. Wow. So you're saying Alex ain't got shit for Hamzat? No, I'm saying that. I'm 100 percent saying that. Oh. <laughs> I'll take it, bro. I think anyone would agree with me. No, you're right. You would agree, agree with me. I think okay, I'll give you another example in your weight class. Sean O'Malley, amazing striker. Ooh. What happens if you take him down? He needs... He what needs, happens to his striking if you take him down? I'm just, he can't strike. Striking from where? His back? Exactly. Peter Yan. Clap those cheeks, People bro. say he's the best boxer in MMA. Clap those cheeks. What happens if you take Peter Yan down? Clap those cheeks. Khabib. Impregnate him. Took down Dustin Poirier. <laughs> no, 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 listen. Dustin Pause. Poirier. People say he's the best boxer in MMA. What happened when Khabib took him down? I mean, I don't need to point out the obvious. I think people know. Like, That's my point. It's like if you can't grapple, it's the biggest counter. What are you doing to a striker? Yeah, in easily. MMA, easily it doesn't work anymore. You need to connect, and sometimes you need to connect like so cleanly that the fight is over within that one shot. If and that, not, and that's hard to do. If you hit me and you maybe rock me, and I can grab your leg and you I can take you down, still have a chance, and I can recover. Then what happens to you when you're down there on the ground? And and that brings me into the next. Oh, you only hugged his back, bro. You only hugged his back. You didn't do Yo, anything. Let me say this. But what did your guy do? What did what did your guy do? Nothing. But what did your guy do? That brings me into uh, the next. <laughs> but what did he? Do? The next uh, early prediction, which is Gilbert Burns versus Jorge Masvidal. It's the same exact scenario. Gilbert Burns could go go out there and make it a firefight. He could go be Michael Chandler and make it an entertainment entertaining fight. Or he could go out there and play the game. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have a bomb. I'm going to knock his ass out and go out there and just wrestle his ass. Why are you going to do anything else? you here for two checks, not one. I'm here for two. I don't know about all y'all. Yo, Gilbert only loses this fight if he decides to play Jorge Masvidal's game. But yeah. he doesn't have to at all. The whole, if he, let's say he strikes for 20, what was uh, 15 minutes. He strikes for 15 minutes straight. No grappling. He could still win. He could win, but he, he the whole win. time he could have taken him down and submitted him or held him there. And he, I mean, Kobe, why don't you balance? Kobe Covington did it. And I would think that Burns is a better grappler overall than Kobe Covington. I Kobe would say Kobe is the better wrestler. He's a good takedown artist. But not. And a good like cardio machine. Yeah. But in terms of the, like, the submission threat. Right. Because at the end of the day, I always go, wrestling is good. It's cool. Like Henry Ciuto. You gonna take me down and then and then do what? Look at me in my guard. You Yo, gonna, if you're you want to lock eyes, even Henry, like why are you locking eyes with me right now, Taylor? I'm not. Aljo, I, Aljo, <laughs> I, I have a question for you. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Who has Henry taken down and held down for a long time and dominated on the ground? I couldn't even name a name off the top of my head. Maybe Kimura, some guy named Kamora that was like his debut who or second have, fight. Who have you taken down and dominated on the ground? Literally Most. everybody. Yeah. So it's and like, that's MMA grappling. But people don't people don't think about it like that. People, and that's why I like when people they go, me, "Oh, gold like, medal." Okay, but what the fuck does that do in the octagon? 
Nothing? Yeah. Dude, I grabbed it's I grab a completely guy different tonight. sport. He was so freaking strong. He had me in these crazy positions doing these awkward things. And I survived. And then I eventually got on top and I started attacking him. I didn't submit him, but super tough dude. This is over at Extreme Couture. Um, really nice guy. Like we spoke afterwards. He was like, yo, what time, what days are you coming down? I was like, dude, I'm, honestly, I'm nursing a bicep injury. Yeah. Um, but if I could get down to come work with you, I would love it. But he's way bigger than me, one. So I don't get anything out of it other than the strength factor. Which is and good. Like, which is good. Yeah. But um, in terms of like technique, like we're still, I, I would say we're pretty close. I'm going to say my skill technically is better. Um, that's my personal opinion. He might think otherwise, but you're also bigger than me. So you're probably getting away with things that you wouldn't get away with necessarily Just against someone that's your size. Yeah. Um, so when we look at it like that, I'm like, I can get good work out of this. I'm like, Henry's never going to be stronger than a guy like that. Yeah. Ever. Like I'm grabbing his neck and he's able to grab my whole hand because he's so much bigger than me. He grabs my whole hand pretty much with his hand and his fist is so much bigger than mine that I can't even get like my hands locked sometimes. And whatever. It was a great grappling session. Like, pretty much what I'm saying is, like, it, it just depends on the matchup. So, what you're saying, like, Henry, he takes me down. Then I just go, but what do you do after that? Yeah, right. Are you going to ground the pound? Are you going to just hold like, me down? What, what's the thought process yeah. behind it? If you two did an Olympic wrestling, wrestling match. match with Olympic rules, it's probably pretty close. I People think I'm crazy for saying this. That match is close as shit. It's very close. He's not the Henry that was 21 years old when he won an Olympic gold medal. He's been doing MMA. He hasn't been grappling nonstop mm -hmm. for wrestling. Correct. He's probably been striking more than grappling. Exactly. Since then. Because and I grappled RBY. You don't go and I, and I wrestled RBY. But here's my thing. And I choked him out. A lot of people don't. And on top of that, <laughs> okay, I threw his ass. Okay, I threw him, and because he was smaller than me, but that also it also like it has some type of. Um, factor in the sense of like well if i threw him who was fresh off of winning a national title one of the best guys they're like he's he was supposed to tech me olympic rules he's supposed to tech me meaning he's supposed to beat me by x amount of points i think 10 points or more yeah and the match is over bro he, he was in a match he Yo, was in a match i want to say this too that's dope most guys come into the ufc and i wrestled d3 bro Shout out D3, SUNY Cortland, what's D3. up, baby? We out here, baby. Don't let them disrespect you like that, boy. Put some respect on my name. You okay. Heard? So most guys, <laughs> most guys come into the UFC. <laughs> okay. Most guys come into the UFC, and whatever they were doing before for martial arts, mm -hmm. that's their dominant style that they bring in. So if you're a striker yes. and you come into the UFC, your wrestling and jujitsu probably gets a little bit better, but you're mainly going to be on your feet, and that's you your still game plan. Do what your you're fight. good at, right? You know. Uh, for Henry, he came in a wrestler. But all his fights he won as a striker, basically. Like, that was not, his... Not, not all, all of them, but like... Because I watched from the Because I watched from the very beginning, but towards yeah, the but end. Like, yeah, yeah. right now. Like, so for him to close that gap and become one of the better strikers in, in his weight classes, that means he had to dedicate so much time to striking that it probably means, like, the other stuff was put on the back burner. Like, I'm, I know watching you guys train, like, you guys train what you're good at. Yeah. For him to, for you to become well, as not good, me. You know me. I train everything, but yeah. right. But like, you also you feel know, like people were like scared to wrestle him. Like, oh, this is the, the champion or gold medalist. Yeah. When maybe you should have wrestled him. You know what I mean? Because he's been working on just striking is way more than wrestling. You know. Yeah, but like that's the thing is like, if you want to close the gap, in another skill set that you weren't doing your whole life, you've got to dedicate so much time and energy to that. And Henry's a very good striker. So for him to go from being an Olympic medalist wrestler 
to becoming a good striker. That I know for a fact he had to put other stuff on the back burner. Easily. And that's the sacrifice you have to make if you want to close gaps in other skill sets, you know? I feel like you just do what you're you're strong at, man. You go with your strength first. That's but that and you, you think your strength that, is better my than point their strength. That I think you, exactly. You could probably you have the confidence in that. I think if you and Henry did a straight up wrestling match, it's you could probably it's be even. Him. Yeah, people have no idea. No, because how all good you do is grapple, bro. Yeah, and like, they have no idea how good no. a wrestler I actually. Am. And it's like and in an MMA and also, too. Like, it's like so funny when people talk shit. I'm like, you guys, <laughs> I just wish you guys knew so you guys could just shut the hell up. But it's almost better because it's more rewarding when you like can go. I told you so. That's yeah. but that's why people when people go, oh, Henry's an Olympic gold medalist. Aljo stands no chance. I'm like, you guys have clearly never seen anybody train. When, you guys have never. When seen did he win his shit. gold medal again? Like twenty. I mean, what? He's thirty. He's thirty six now. So you're talking about? I'm like thirty three. Fifteen. He won it at nineteen, I think, or twenty. So that's like we're talking like twenty twenty two. We're talking like two thousand two. Two? Oh, that's a long time ago. Like, come on, bro. Two thousand two? That's a long time bro, ago. I was I mean, in tenth grade. This up right now. I was maybe twenty oh six. Twenty oh eight was there was Olympics. No, he didn't. He didn't compete. So maybe two thousand four. No, oh. he was like nineteen. He's older than I am. I'm thirty three. What's he? Thirty five? Thirty six? I think thirty five or thirty six. What are you even talking? I don't know. And it's it's just, if you bro, if he decides to grapple you, it's a long night for him. I think I think because we both know how tough of a grappling sequence it would be in terms of getting exhausted. Yeah. That we both might default to just striking. Yeah. And to see, okay, like let's see who's gonna win in the striking department, yeah. and that's what's exciting. Yeah. Because people are gonna be like, oh, we finally get to see Aljamain in a stand-up fight, and we don't think he can stand up with with Henry, and I'm just like. I got all the physical advantages in terms of the reach, um, the size, but at the end of the day, it comes down to who uses it better. Dude, but and here's the other thing: this is the the this is the privilege I get of getting to watch you train. But like, there's strikers who you face in sparring that are bigger than Henry and better at striking than Henry, probably. Adriana, shout out. Yeah, but like, okay, like look at a guy like Charlie or Dennis, like. They're 155ers, 145ers. They got to be just as good at boxing as Henry. I would say better. And then I'm just like, but Aljo does good with them. But people don't fucking see that shit. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, you think what you want to think. You think, you look at fucking the fight against, with Henry and TJ, and you can judge off that. But like, I know what I see. That, but, yeah. but no one else gets to see that. So that's obviously my yeah. advantage. You're also in your prime, too, man. You're in your yeah. prime. I'm getting old though. I like, like even like the the rematch with Jan. I always try to like remind people like, in that fight, they go, "You only took him down. You hugged his back. You didn't do anything." I'm like, okay, let's let's break this down. So your favorite fighter didn't do anything either. I got to the dominant position, which means I won the contest. Okay, conversation over. I almost I could have almost got to. I was pretty much in a finishing sequence. He was never in a finishing sequence. I beat your I beat your favorite fighter up. Most of these people probably haven't <clears throat> grappled either, ever. They yeah, were well, saying this. Well, even in the second the second round when I took him down, I started pounding him out, and they go, "You didn't do anything. You only hugged his back for two rounds. You had ten minutes of control. You couldn't finish." Bro, him. that shit was scary. And I'm go, bro. I beat the crap out of that. My hands were hurting from punching that guy's head. Yeah. So what? Well, whatever. 
So we have that. Having someone on your back for five minutes straight. I mean, I just started jujitsu and I've had this happen to That's me. rough. That shit is like you're fucking in danger the whole time. You're fucking gassing yourself out, trying not to get choked out. Yeah. And that's with me facing blue belts who have some wrestling background. That's not again. That's not with you on my back. Yeah. You know? So where I was going with that is coming back from 13 months of a layoff from the surgery, a long, like ring rust is a real thing. Yeah. But I felt like I trained and I sparred hard enough to like give me like a realistic look of where I need to be. So going into that fight, like I even talked to my brother. I was like, I, yeah, I'm going to go out there and push the pace. And and my brother fought before. He wrestled with me in college at SUNY Cortland, Troy Grinds, um, Troy Sterling. He's actually on the song on uh, February 13th. We're going to drop the single, um, Go Dumb. Go Stupid. But he was telling me, he was like, F all that noise. Go out there and do what you do best. Backpack his ass up. And I'm like, I almost felt like that was a sign from God, bro, telling me, like, do what you do best and don't let the critics get in your ear again. The same way they did when I fought Rafael Sunsell. Yeah. I lost my split decision because they, the media was saying, oh, we're, we're concerned about his striking. We don't think he can strike. If he were to fight for a world title, he, it won't be good kind of thing. And I let them get into my ear, and I was like, I'll show you guys who can strike. Yeah. I outstruck him. I still lost the fight. Because it was an all kickboxing fight, no grappling sequence whatsoever. So he threw more punches, I threw more kicks. I landed way more kicks than he landed punches. But the that, kicks, don't, the, 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 kicks sco- the scoring was weird back then. Yeah. Yeah. So he wins by split decision. Okay, yeah. whatever. But I let the critics and I let the media decide and dictate my style of fighting compared yeah. to what I'm normally used to doing. So going into this fight, I was like, we're not gonna listen to these people. This was a sign from God. Do what you're supposed to do. Do what you're strongest at and win the fight based on what you know you're better at. And yeah, you want to entertain, but only entertain in the positions where you know you can, but don't put yourself in a compromising position where you could lose the fight. Yeah. And there was one point where in the fourth round, I took Jan down and I jumped on his back and I tried to get fancy. I tried to go like solo, um, solo go stretch and try to do the same thing I did to Stamen. And then falling off the top, he ended up on top of me for the entire, the rest of the fourth round. Yeah. Didn't throw no punches. Just laid on top of me for the rest of the fourth round. Banked the round. Smart on him. No one bitches and complains about, about him. that. But for me, yeah. it's, oh, you took him down, you didn't do anything. Yeah. So I don't get mad at the fans. I just get mad at the ignorance more than anything. So it's like, you can't go from he was supposed to lose by whatever this guy decides to do with him. If he wants to put one hand behind his back, he's going to lose. And then I go out there and I win and I fight my game plan. And again, this is about ego, not letting ego get in control and blocking your blessings. So sometimes you you can kind of get in your own way and you got to realize that. And sometimes it's good to have somebody who can actually point that out to you. So you you recognize these things because it's it's so easy to get caught up in the in the spotlight and be like, I want to do this. I want to show to the world that I could keep that pace of the first fight. And this time I'm full. I ate and I could do that this time versus yeah. Yeah. You know what? That's probably not the path of the easiest way to victory. I want to go home and win the belt. So I'm going to do what I need to do to get the dub. Go home and rub it in all these guys' faces and be like, you know what? You guys talk shit to me for 13 months. Look who got the last laugh. Yeah. And that's how I was looking at that fight. Which you did. Yeah. You do. So that, that made me feel happy inside because I'm like, you guys did all this. And I was telling you why I fought the way I fought. And I'm not saying I couldn't have fought him and made it more exciting. Yeah, I could have. 
But in terms of the risk factor, it's just it's just one of those things like you 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 just never know how the fight's gonna go. Yeah. So I'm glad I did what I needed to do. I listened to myself, I listened to my my close ones around me, and I took the path of least resistance. It's not like I can't punch. It's not like I I can't crack. And but you showed, is that you my shown that. path of least resistance? No. Yeah. I'm not gonna go try to outbox a boxer who's been doing this almost all his life versus a guy who's primarily a grappler since tenth grade in high school. Yeah. Bro, and it's like, again, when you look back in 20 years, when our kids are looking at the, the UFC stats, they're going to see the wins and losses. That's it. Another thing that's and crazy. And they're going to see the fucking three fight losing streak he's on. Yeah. And they're going to see the eight fight winning that's streak you're on. And it's like, what the fuck are we even talking about? Like this modern Twitter nonsense that's going on right now. But another thing that's crazy about MMA boxing as well, because it's just you versus another opponent right you said you were 13 months off right so you have ring rust and he's got a fight and he's been fighting the difference with your sport is because it's one-on-one say another athlete say lebron was off for 13 months because he was injured right and then he plays his first game and he goes four for 20 shooting the only thing you're gonna say is oh he has he's rusty but as a fighter they're not saying that because you only have one moment you know what that's I mean? it, man. That's a big difference because you are rusty. You know, I just yeah. You don't get to put up your season stats and be correct. like, look how good it, I did. These you only have two games, two three yeah. opportunities you get for the year. Your whole career. So that's what it, that's yeah. a huge difference. It's almost a little unfair, and I and I don't want to blame the fans, but I just wish they could be a little bit kinder to not just myself, but to the other athletes. Because I see some of these other athletes who get like beaten up, man, on social media. I'm like, I don't even get. How someone at home could be there on their phone and go out of their way to try to tear somebody down. Like that that mental darkness, I can never relate to that. Because even when I was broke, a broke college student, um, broke high school kid, working my ass off, working 40 plus hours just to try to make overtime, I can never relate to that because I was never a hater, man. Yeah. And yeah. I'm telling you, if, if if you got charged to hate, like you would see so much less of it. And and it just shows you like the insecurities of the world. And I think when you break it down and look at it like that, like people ask me, like, how do you deal with it? I'm like, listen, man, like half these people, whether they want to admit it or not, they wish they could be doing what we're doing. They wish they could. A thousand percent. Also. I've been hanging out with New Yorkers for like nine months now, and I've realized that people from New York, they grow up getting dunked on. Fucking everyone roasts each other. That's the whole culture. Like, you just grow up in that fucking shit talk environment. Social media culture is so negative, too. No matter what you do. But I'm like, you guys are save like this shit. You can cure cancer, and someone's going to talk crap about it. Like, let a (laughs) motherfucker get raised in Chicago and then get the criticism you got before the second Yan fight. No one's fucking surviving that shit. It's tough, man. You gotta have a certain mental toughness. And even like other like I've got fighters that come up to me and they tell me, like, honestly, bro, I don't know how you dealt like how you dealt with that shows me a lot because most people, man, the common person can't deal with that. I get emotional even talking about it because it was like, I can't even enjoy my phone. Because anytime I go on my phone, the place of my escape. It's just people talking crap from wherever the hell they are. No profile pic. 
Um, even yeah. the same profile pic that I would see, even people with profile pics. So it was coming. I had pro athletes. I told you about the professional baseball player that yeah. reached out to me to go, keep, be honest. You don't, you don't really think you could beat Piotr Jan. That's why you're doing X, Y, and Z. And I was what? just like. A baseball player. What? Oh. I wish I could find. Uh, I don't know. And I, it got yeah, me so put, put tight. Twitter, like, I, I got me hear, so tight. I'm like, that link. I didn't even say all this to him. But I'm like, as a professional athlete, you, you of know. all people should understand what this feels like being in a position like this. And uh, when I won, I remember that I went back to him and I responded. And I, <laughs> you know, of course, I had to be a little bit petty. So, bro, that when you beat him, it was just like the craziest feeling. The crazy thing about it, even nobody, to watch it, nobody thought you were gonna win dude. at all. Dude, people were. It was insane. You were like the laughing stock. Like no one thought you had any chance. And you did it. That's fucking insane, man. And you've still been champion since. That's why I always say like your superpower is like your fucking I just ability to fuck. tune people out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Your superpower is you can balance things very well. I take like when people talk shit and like challenge me. I take it as I take it as a challenge. Like it's almost like um, it's not like. You take it and it sinks in. It take I take it and I like spin it and I go, I can't wait to make you eat all of this. You bro. know what I think all about too? Like fuel. It, Dude, it is some fuel for you. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Good. I get motivated from the negative energy. It's weird because I feel like from a place of like peace and love, you should feel better like with people lifting you up. But I almost get better like even uh Ally Quinto used to tell me, mm -hmm. he goes, I feel like you do better in life the more chaos you have around you. And I thought about it. I was like, I feel like you're, you're kind of right. True, actually. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't even realize that like the more chaos I have around me with my family, um, people asking me for shit, like the more shit I seem to deep, have around. Yeah. Know? I feel like I have to like, yeah, exactly. Dig deep and kind of just go out there and just try to be the best version of myself because I don't know if what why because I almost feel like I need to prove something, and I, I it might come from like my my trauma with my dad. Um, there's I like think a, that probably plays so much into how uh, you it's, are. It's huge. My dad used to tell me wrestling was gay. You're never gonna amount to nothing doing wrestling. Why are you wasting your time with this sport? He used to make me force me to go to church and not go to the rest because we were seven day um, church of God, not not Adventist seven day church of God. We went to church on Saturdays. All the wrestling tournaments were on Saturdays. So it got to a point where like we would bump heads because we couldn't go to these matches. My brother and I would get so pissed. And I'm like, but he would just like talk shit about us. Like, you can't make no like what are you gonna make out of wrestling? Like, you don't gain nothing out of this. I'm like, you don't even understand. If you understand the sacrifice that you have to yeah. make just to do this sport while Bro. in high school. People have no idea, like in life, if you follow your passions and you commit to them hundred percent. You have an opportunity versus going with like the beaten path. You're it's gonna fucking benefit you where no one else could possibly see it. Just cause like you're gonna carve your own way, you know? And you're gonna know what it takes to fucking be good at something. Yeah, and maybe you have that. Despite whatever drive. benefits you think it's gonna be. Maybe like, you had that know. extra drive to do more because, you know. Bro, he whenever he would talk, man, I felt like I had to win the next tournament. I felt like I had to win the next match because when I came home, like, yeah, I won. You feel like because he would, like, be 
maybe talk shit, disappointed, or it was more for you. He didn't really give a shit, at least from the way I saw it, like the way I remember it. Yeah. Like, he didn't care if we won the tournament that day. He didn't care. Like, there was no, but I would come home with my medals, and I was proud because it was like, here I I am, this, this man who's supposed to be a leader in my life, and he's talking shit and throwing shame on what I'm doing, and then I come home and I win a medal. I'm just like, what'd you do? You went on the street, you sold drugs? Cool. Like what is what does that do for you in Nothing. terms of my accomplishment? Nothing. Like, like how, like you're not a part of my life. Like you're literally just paying the bills, which any man could come into my life and do that. Yeah. If my mom were to leave you today, for sure. You know, so like that mental fortitude. I felt like proving people wrong and mainly him. It drove maybe you. maybe that's it really what it you. is, man. What I feel like think? is it like nothing? No one any nothing anyone says online can compare to like. The scrutiny you had to face with him. Oh, not a, not even close, man. Yeah, you're fucking dad, bro. Not not even close. I'm like, yo, I don't even know you. Like, yeah, people would be like, know. they can say I care because yeah, I of course. I do care to a certain extent. Yeah, but I don't care to the point where I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna walk a ledge and I'm gonna jump off the yeah, cliff yeah. because oh my god, this random person, I have no idea. Shut the fuck up, bro. Shut the fuck up. I would yeah. beat the shit out of you, bro. That's one. And two, I don't give a shit. You can say whatever you want. Your words don't carry any, like, it don't hold no water, it don't carry no weight. Like, That's you the don't way matter you, to me. It don't. People who do matter to me have said way worse shit to me than you can. And that's the most yeah. important. And those people who do matter to me, those are the people I want to prove something to versus the people who don't matter just of like, course. I'm just talking to you just to talk to you. Yeah. It's like, you know? So that's it's crazy. like, when people come into my life and they, they start giving opinions, I'm just like, well, who the, who the hell are you? You know? So, I don't know. Crazy but, man. Yeah, that had to be fucking. Just... But that they did it like they did like a YouTube series on me on um, Rory Carp. I'm actually my first movie is gonna be at the Santa Barbara Films um, Festival on uh, February 8th and then February 11th. I'm not gonna be able to be there for any one of them. I'm kind of tight. It's right here yeah. in California. Yeah, right there. Hopping to skip away, but I'm gonna be going to Colombia. Unfortunately, I'm not gonna be able to go, so I'm I'm kind of bummed out by that because there was a couple of big actors that were on the show, on uh, the movie with us, and it would have been cool to like catch up with them because I think February eighth they got like the red carpet and whatnot. But oh damn, yeah, so it would have been cool. It would have been a cool sort of thing sick, to like document yeah. and film that whole piece and that how been a cool experience yeah. actually. It would have been a good. Carpet. <laughs> It's been a good vlog too, you know. Vlog yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah, it'd be nice dope. in Colombia because you go to Colombia what six days, bro. Yeah, that's next, the thing, bro. Um, this you're at a point in your life where you're choosing between going to Colombia and walking the red carpet. It's nice These having options, choices. huh? You got nice <laughs> options, <laughs> or or could spending time in your yeah. big house in Vegas. Yeah. Those could, are your three options. It could be a lot worse. Yeah, but the the stem cells important, man. You no, hundred percent. That injury fix. Yeah, there'll be plenty of red carpet. Yeah, so. I don't know what we were talking about before that, but uh, we were talking about Gilbert and Jorge. Can we get a prediction for that at least? I like both guys. I can't predict. Man. Gilbert's winning. Come on, Gilbert wins easily if he uses his path of least resistance, and that's primarily focusing on the grappling, using big punches, try to get Jorge off his game, and then take him down, to set him up, and maybe even catch him with a big shot because he fakes a, a takedown so well the same way Usman did. But Masvidal's got f- hands. Yo, but Gilbert can strike with Masvidal, I think. Yep. 
Let's, if I'm being honest, Gilbert's not the cleanest technical striker. But he striker, can do it. But he hits hard. He, exactly. There's a difference. Yeah. It's like Pereira versus Israel Adesanya. One is a and look what happened. One's a technician. <laughs> Three times. Masvidal could knock you out. If He's got super fast hands where if he touches Dude. you a couple of times, where Izzy's more like point fighting, Masvidal's like when he hits you, he's looking to KO you. For sure. There's a difference in the way that both those guys strike. Izzy is point a point fighter. Mm. Izzy would have hit a leg kick. He'll back up. He'll circle. Wait, who faint, has Masvidal he'll KO'd? Faint, he'll faint. He'll faint. He'll faint. Like recently. Dar- Darren recently, Till, recently. Um, Ben Askren. Um, okay, but that was Nate Diaz. Come on, the Ben Askren. No, uh, okay, but what we're talking about is like he the way the way he throws the his K, punches. The Diaz was his doctor stoppage. Doctor stoppage. That was stop between rounds. Doctor Come on, stoppage. Darren Doctor Till, fine, stoppage. but it's like Darren Till was a bigger guy. Gilbert fucking Remember, stunned Camaro. Oh, of course. Who has a chin? But what we do know is or Gilbert hits hard. But he's not the most technical striker. Like he'll throw no, two big bombs, right. and if he catches you, that could be a bad night. Well, where, where Masvidal is more technical, Masvidal is faster, a very skilled striker. Yeah, he's more crafty, and I think that's the difference. Even when he fought, when he fought Cowboy Cerrone, that was a work of art, and he TKO'd him. Even Nate Diaz, I felt like Masvidal just pieced him up. Yeah. The whole fight. Yeah. It was like dominant. But the scar tissue was a scar tissue. But but, honestly, but even he was before piecing, then, he was, he was piecing, piecing him up, up in my opinion. So, but my thing is, the power is a great equalizer for Gilbert. And Gilbert mm-hmm. has the grappling, which he can always go to whenever the fuck he wants. On paper, Burns should win. But when it comes down to you step in the octagon, we don't know what any of these guys... That's why I don't bet on fights. Like, okay. okay he'll, uh, here's he'll, how I look at the favorite, though. Sometimes, yo, sometimes ego gets in the way, man. Burns might go out there like maybe I'm trying to knock this uh, guy out. Yeah. I look at but it, but on paper we know who has the better skill set in terms of winning the fight and the path of least resistance, yeah. which is Gilbert Burns. Whether or not he uses those skill sets, right. like a Michael Chandler, yeah, yeah, we don't know. You got to stop roasting Michael Chandler. I'm not roasting Michael no, Chandler. He's gonna have Great. a problem with See, you, bro. He's actually he's actually complimenting. He's gonna have a problem with you. You know what's after funny? This. I saw him. At, I saw him at the <laughs> fight, and then we went to the bathroom, and he goes, "Well, well, well." <laughs> <laughs> no, but this was after you roasted him for the fighter pay thing. Yeah, because he was talking about the fighter pay. I was like, come on. He, Michael Chandler is always brown nosing Dana and being like, Dana built the UFC. Fighter pay is exactly how it should be. So he's, I went. He's trying oh, to be. And he's then, trying to be there long. He did a whole video going, Michael Chandler, you're capping like you're I went full of him. shit for for like defending fighter pay. Like we should obviously be getting paid more. And then everybody, it was at that, UFC though. Phoenix, wasn't it? It was a, one of the fights. Or man. no, no, it was and international fight week. And then we both fight went week. to the bathroom, and then he goes, and he goes, well, well, well. <laughs> and the, and his his video about Michael Chandler went viral. So this was like a month later. Uh, I was like, I started laughing. I couldn't do nothing but laugh. I was like, this is hilarious. I'm like, I know you saw the. And video. now you're sitting here going, Michael Chandler. If you didn't fight stupid, you could be champion. So you two have like a little. You should go up to 155. For what? I don't want to fight, fight the guy. Chandler. The guy's a physical beast. I grapple with Michael Chandler. So, he's a beast. So you he's could beat good, Michael Chandler. He's not a good BJJ so you're guy. saying you could beat Mike? You're saying you could beat Michael Chandler? I never because you said his BJJ is trash. <laughs> but he's a lot stronger. <laughs> yeah. than me. It might be a he's decent way matchup. stronger. Than I'm me. doing. I'm doing to you what you did to me. No, I know. <laughs> but I'm trying to counteract it. That's a tough one. Yeah, of course. But he's way. Could you take Michael Chandler down? Be honest. How long do I got? Five minutes. Nah. Probably not. Okay, but if he takes you down, could you submit him? If he takes me down? On the ground. Um, I mean, I didn't submit him last time we rolled, and we had five minutes. 
Oh, wow. He was just held me, bro. But he just held me in guard, like just clamped down on my... But he's it's so strong. strong. Yeah. I'm like, well, I can't literally... I literally can't do anything because this guy is a freaking beast. Could you knock him out? Probably not. <laughs> so he would beat your ass? No. He's no. got to catch me first. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to catch my ass first. Like if you two fought in the bathroom, how does that go? He won't hit me. I won't let him hit me. Well, in the bathroom, you can bite. You can pull an ear that off. Ass, you can do whatever gouge, you got to do. I, I gouge his shit. <laughs> Come on, man. You could grab your beard and fucking rip your skin off. I'll shave my beard before we fight. <laughs> I'm I saying that day in fucking Vegas. Well, we were in the bathroom. We Only one man, two men go in and one man leaves. You gotta. You don't have a choice. Uh, <laughs> you got to come out. I'm saying I'm, I'm saying I'm winning. I'm saying I pick me every time. I'm, I don't care if it's Conor. No who you're I don't care if it's Masvidal. I, I don't care if it's Usman. Brock Lesnar, where you at? Yeah. <laughs> Taylor can be a yes man, but I'm saying you're losing. I'm saying I'm winning. I'm going with Aldi. Any, pick, pick me every time. Even Okay, I'll take any. I'll take you over any 45er in a street fight. I don't give a fuck what you take, bro. I'm telling you, if it was two men enter, one man leaves in a bathroom, I'm coming out that bathroom or nobody comes out. All right. How I'm, about that? I'm drunk. Both of them are dying. How about that? He said both of them are dying. <laughs> We're both <Shoot>. dead. <laughs> All right. What's Michael the next? Michael Chandler ain't leaving that bathroom without me. <laughs> Dude, honestly, like, who even... I feel like who cares about the fights this weekend? Bro, that's so disrespectful. No, like... Yo, he's so disrespectful. Yeah, you you drank way too much rum. <laughs> no, but, like, honestly, no one's talking about him is what I'm saying. Listen, we got Derek losing. No, 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 no. Back. Before you get to that... Max Holloway versus uh, oh, Arnold Allen. Allen. When's the last time Max fought? Volk. Like six months ago. Time. Every time he no, fights. It was not six months ago. It's Every- January. That was in July. That's six months. They did really? not fight in July. They did at International Fight Week. After he fought Korean Zombie? That was Volk who fought Korean Zombie. Yeah, I know. Max Holloway fought Volk in July. You sure? International Fight Week, July 6th. Last year. And it's about to be February, so like seven months. That's not that. I thought I felt like he was out for like almost a year, bro. I. He was. He was like. out for a while, and he wasn't sparring. And then Volk pieced him up for five rounds. That was a bad fight. That's why you can't stop sparring. I think. Well, he stopped sparring and fought other guys and beat their asses. So you but can't other, look at that as a no, one, but you can't pay, fight the guy brush. who's at the no, top no, 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 no. and improving. Use, you can't use it as a one one brush paints all kind of thing. No, you but can't you that. can't fight a talent like Volk. Wow, because he was close with Volk the Wait, other so time. That's, that's like saying like yeah, okay. July second. Okay, me, so that's like saying me predict. That's like saying me me handling all my fight camps. And then it works, and then I go fight Henry Cejudo, and it doesn't no, work one time, was... and then you go wait, wait, and then you go. It didn't work. You can't do that against a top guy. You need no, a coach. You need no. a coach to oversee. I'll your say training. exactly how it's like. That's like if you go, you go. I sparred for both Peter Yan fights. I'm not going to spar anymore. And then you win two fights against lower ranked guys, and then you fight Peter Yan again. Whole time he's sparring. It's not the then same. you fight him again when you haven't sparred in two years, it's not the and same. now you lose to Peter Yan because he had all that time to improve. It's not the same. And you were complacent. Judge, it's not the same. It is the same. It's not the same. Because Volk is the top fucking dog. What does that mean? In that division. What does that mean? If you're two top if, dogs, if Holloway and was, then Volk is doing if, all this more work than Holloway you. If Holloway was the top dog, and he wasn't sparring, and he was winning fights, and then he all of a sudden loses to but one against, guy. Which, against guys which who is, aren't as good as Volk. 
when Wait. Volk is training the way you are. Well, you're talking about a guy now after his, you're, you're, you're using hindsight 2020 right now. That's what you're using right no, now. No, I know. I'm saying he made a mistake. How you say he made a mistake? Because I, I think the sparring. No, 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 stop. Okay, fine. You're, you, you're using the hindsight 2020 right now. When he fought those other guys and he won when he wasn't sparring as much and as hard. I am using hindsight. Yes, but that's what I said. Okay, I'm, said so I agree. Shake my hand. I agree with you. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Okay, but now you I think the sparring but, fucked him. Okay, but what I'm saying is he it worked for him before and he won and he was the greatest Kool Aid hot shit of all time and then he loses and then it goes oh man it should have it's the sparring he should have definitely been sparring and the sparring is definitely the difference. Okay, so why is that the who difference? Who are the two guys he beat? Jose Aldo. When he was no, he started not. He announced the not sparring thing against Calvin Cater, and then he fought Yair Rodriguez. Okay, are either I, of those two guys on the same level, level as Volk? But I'm I being think, respectful. I think I think it was also during the Jose Aldo that he was saying that too. No, I think, he didn't. I could he be said wrong. it during the Calvin Cater it fight. Doesn't I remember when he said it. it was, doesn't matter when he said it. He said he for actually, this fight, I stopped. Sparring. Actually, when he did it, he said I stopped sparring during this fight camp. Yeah, I don't know. He announced it after the Calvin Cater fight. I feel like it was the Jose Aldo fight. So, because that whole thing that happened with Khabib, and then he was supposed to fight Khabib, and they were like, "Oh, he doesn't look well," and they were like, "Oh, he's slurring his words and whatnot." That was a weight cut thing. Yeah, but that was before the the um, Jose Aldo fights. And what I'm saying is, I don't know if he stopped sparring as much or as intently as he did for those fights as he did for the Volkanovski. I don't know. We don't know. We can't put. Okay, let's say it. But even. Volk is one of the goats now. Now. So you're using high size 2020. But when we're talking in the time period of then and there. No, he beat Calvin Cater. His method. And Yair Rodriguez without his, sparring. But his method of winning was working. So what I'm saying is if my method of winning right now is working and then all of a sudden it doesn't, it doesn't work, maybe the guy's just better than me. But maybe yo, you were so it. close in the two fights and we know you were sparring for those two fights. That's why okay. I'm saying it looks that way. Okay. I'm going to defer to you because you're the fucking fighter and champion. And I'm a fucking bum who's done six months of martial arts his, his entire life. So I'm going to defer to you. But that's how it looks, I'm saying. Okay. So what's and the question? My, my question is, should he have been sparring? Should he have been sparring? for the to Because, look, he, he said he wasn't sparring and we know Volk was sparring. So how how necessary is sparring for your development as a fighter? Because it looked like Max didn't develop between the second and the third fight, where Volk moved leaps and bounds. That's what that's my only question. Now no, there that, could be I, it I could think, be due to other things. Yeah, exactly. And I think and that's fair. I think it could be due to the fight camp putting in the right work and re like recognizing the differences and the flaws in Max Holloway versus Max Holloway not recognizing the flaws of Volkanovski and doing the right things. I've trained with Max. And I've seen his camp, Ryan, Ryland, um, very top-level jiu-jitsu guy. He's got a boxing guy. Um, I don't know if he has an MMA guy who's breaking down and analyzing the fights the way Volkanovski has his guys that are breaking down and analyzing the fights. And that could be the difference. It might not necessarily it be the be. sparring. Yeah. So it's like when people put a lot of stock in it, I go like, well, you can't really do that because you don't know. Yeah. You really don't know. It could be Max... Probably stayed the same because he he thought the same of the the the, the first and the second fight and the third fight versus Volkanovski going like well these are the things he got away with in those fights even when I fought Jan when I fought Jan going into the second fight I go the only thing I felt like he really did to me in, in the first fight was the leg kicks 
The punches were cool, but he fought a guy who was extremely tight, and my hands were all the way down to my my freaking waist. Yeah. Anybody with their hands down by the waist, if you don't punch him in the face, something's wrong with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when I look at it like that, I'm go, okay, so what do I actually need to adjust? We got to address the leg kicks. So Volkanovski didn't, if, if Holloway didn't do that going into that fight, yeah, that's the issue. So it could have been like, it could be the camp Volkanovski so, assessed the style better. The preparation. It could be. But we don't know. So but all we know, looking in, all we know like, is oh, he that didn't spar. Max said he stopped sparring after the second fight with Volk, where Volk beat him twice in two very close fights. And then in the third fight, where Max, we knew he wasn't sparring for three fights, Volk, we knew clearly he won. was. Volk clearly won, dominated. But we can also say the the durability of Max not sparring could have also been better for that fight because he didn't spar. You know what I mean? That's Versus true. if he was sparring, maybe some of those shots actually yo, puts him down. What if you didn't over. spar for three years? I feel like I would be extremely rusty. Anybody though, extremely rusty. And I'm I'm. I feel like I agree, and I'm all I do is watch you train. But what what am I doing else? Am I coaching? Am I training at but all? Yo, you know, like I feel like you know, if like the coaching doesn't necessarily translate to the performance in the octagon fight night. Your knowledge might increase, but like, how do you actually? How do your muscles fire that night? I feel like sparring is such a big thing in your in in what you guys do. It is, but only if your sparring partners are trying to emulate your your actual opponent. If they're not, then honestly, it doesn't even matter because oh, yeah. your opponent is going to do something completely different from what you're used to seeing in sparring. Yeah, and that's what people don't understand. Some people spar just to spar, and I try to remind them like you got to spar with a purpose. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like Holloway said, he didn't spar, but you you've been there. He's been there in the days that I would drill, and I would have guys will go combo for combo, or we'll. Spar it would be like a flow spar where I'm still trying to do and emulate the same things that I want to do in the fight, but it's at a much more controlled pace. Yeah. Maybe Holloway was doing that, and we don't know. He's saying, I'm not doing hard sparring where, like, this guy is definitely trying to, trying get, to me. get me. Yeah. That's the difference. We don't know. So, I'm like, from the outside looking in when he's saying that, I'm like, yeah, I just feel like I don't chalk it up to that. I chalk it up to, like, I think Volk just did his homework way better and when you get to the top, it's a game of inches. And, and I then feel like maybe Volk, like... Volk, I feel like Volk turned like those inches into yards. I feel like, I like Volk turned those inches into yards. And top, I think Holloway a... just turned it... Like, me and Peter Jan were not that far apart in terms of skill. 100%. Even in the boxing realm, we're not. But when it comes to putting it together under the pressure, the lights, you can say, okay, under the boxing, he might be better because he's more adept because he's been doing this longer. Technically. When it comes to the grappling, I'm more adept because Correct. I've been doing it longer. Correct. But like in terms of skill, fight night. but if we actually hit pads and we actually grapple, you're going to be like, oh, we drill and we show technique. Gonna it's going to be relatively close thin. and look very, very similar. Yeah. When you get to the top of the division, it's a game of inches, it's mental preparation, and That's it's the so physical crazy. preparation. And people don't understand that. I'm like not talking about you. All, That's the difference. You're all black belts. You're all. That's fucking, the difference with great. We've all been though. striking for ten years. Yes. It's like, like, like I'm new to jujitsu, and if I face a blue belt, he's fucking way better than me. Like it feels like I'm going against a black belt. But when like, you got just a the black amount of belt fucking versus shit. a black belt, right. It's inches. Peter Jan's probably a brown belt or a black belt <laughs> in jujitsu, and you've both been striking for over ten years. Yeah. So it's like, that's where it's like really close, you know? Yeah. 
So sometimes it's just the preparation. It's the game plan. It's it's the hundred percent. That's the inches. But also for Arnold Allen, do you think he's good enough to close that bridge where it's because I feel like Max, because Volk's the only guy who's been able to beat out Max. You know, Max mm-hmm. is the Max was the best one forty five er, but Volk was there. See, I and don't. And then everyone know. else wasn't good enough. So it's like Arnold Allen, the guy who could. Beat Max and then be the next guy to fight Volk at 145. I don't really know how good Arnold Allen is, if I'm being honest. I know he's explosive. I, I know he's a, he's a dangerous southpaw. Yeah. But when you think about it, his last fight was against Dan Hooker. Like, all these things you have to take into account. Like, okay, he did this. He got a TKO. But against who did he do it to? Against Dan Hooker, who was probably so fatigued from that weight cut. How did it happen yeah. when he did it? Yeah. What did that sequence look like? Did he catch him with something spectacular? Did he slip, rip, catch him, and then put the finishing touches? Like, if he catches you, you know this guy's dangerous because he he smells blood. He's a finisher. Okay, that's something you could put stocking. But if he beats you and he randomly just won a punch and he closed his eyes and he connected... Cody Garbrandt versus Rafael Sunsal. He touches the freaking canvas and swings a haymaker and knocks out a Sunsal. How much stock can you put into that? You see what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like you have to analyze every every single fight. And this is why I feel like I get the advantage over all these fighters because in my division, because I look at all these different pieces and I don't just go, ah, this guy is just good in this position. No, no, no. Why is he good in this position? Yeah. What did he do that makes me feel that way? How did he utilize this? What is his opponent good at typically? And how did he handle those situations? And what adjustments did he make? So you know what's you... crazy too? I watch you study film and I'm I follow you all the time. And it's like it only takes you a couple hours like, to do it in a day. You're like a teacher. You know? like too. If you, you'll sit down and watch like for the last fight, I saw you watch TJ's film, and it's like you watched a couple of his fights, it took you a couple of hours. But it's like, are other guys not taking that time? Because it doesn't seem like it's so much time that it's not worth it, you know? Oh, it's definitely worth it. The one time I didn't do it is when I fought Marlon Marais and I got fucking sent to do the, the Neptunes. But it's not like you're watching TJ film you know what I mean? every so day like, for hours where it's like, this is taking 50 hours of my time. It's like, yeah. can you this takes it out me three, four hours, hours max. Most fighters, like, can you figure out, like, you know, what they're strong at, what you need to, you know, be careful with? just by a couple hours of like watching their fights and yeah i feel like once i watch it what i what i typically do i'll watch the fights and i'll record it and i'll pause it and i'll and i'll talk over the video i'll send it to my guys i'm like this is what i'm seeing and then it's kind of like a way for me to get feedback they'll watch it they'll kind of see what i'm seeing and they'll hear my voice and my voiceover and um even if they don't necessarily agree, it's still what I'm seeing. Unless they could come to me and tell me something different. Hey, yeah, yeah. So I think I look at it like from a wrestling mindset and a wrestling coach perspective where I coach in college, I coach in high school. I can analyze a guy and see what he's doing and see what his go-to strengths are. And um, at the end of the day, they can always evolve in that time frame from the last fight you watched to when you actually step in there with them. And that's what you got to account for. Mm. So you look at all the things that they that's do well yeah. because they typically stay the same. But you got to also remember, like, hey, at they're, some point they might do some erratic thing, and you got to make sure that you're still in tune with that. Yeah. And but I then think that's the difference. You'll take, like, you'll, like, watch the patterns of a guy, and then you'll be like, yo, Dennis, I need you to emulate this pattern in yes. sparring. 
Yes. And Marab, I need you to, because your body type is better match for this guy. I need you to emulate this guy. Where I'm like, I wonder if other guys do that type of shit. Because it doesn't seem like that much more of an ask, but it pays you so many dividends. It's not easy. Because it, it takes mental consumption of your brain. And, but, and you need the guys who are skilled enough to do that. Yeah. Which and, you and luckily have. And not have ego in a way where they're like trying to compete with you versus like, yo, we're here for a mission right now. Yeah. Like this is the task at hand. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Honestly, I don't even know if we even, even need to talk about these other fights. We could talk about Derek Lewis, honestly, and then kind of call the quiz. We're, we're already at an hour, bro. This has been like three hours straight of podcasting. Yeah, it's a lot. I feel like this Joe is Rogan good right fucking now. shit. I feel like Joe Rogan right now. I bro. feel like, yo, I feel like I'm way better on the podcast than when I drink. That's actually hilarious. But you're not wrong. Everybody. <laughs> I'm way fuck, better. You're not thinking as much. I'm like reacting. willing to say whatever the fuck I'm thinking. Where like when I'm sober, Whoa, I'm just Duhoy like. Whoa, Duhoy Choi is back, bro. When's the last time this mofo fought? See, you don't even know. He came to the UFC. Let me see when he came to the UFC. After knocking everybody out in deep championships, he came to the UFC. His debut was against Pog, Poig. Knocked him out in like 18 seconds left in the first round. Damn. No, actually 18 seconds into the first round. 18 seconds That's into the first round. He knocked out Sam Cecilia, first round, one minute, 30 sec- 33 seconds. He knocked out Tiago Santos, on top on Tavares. And then he lost to come Swanson, and then Jeremy Stevenson and Charles Jordan. But that's kind of when he started to go downhill. But what's, how old is he? He is 31, man. When he came in, I was like, this is going to be the next Korean UFC champion. Yeah. Because he has so much hype. And the way he was finishing, guys, I was like, if he keeps up this trajectory, his... Timing, he was just so on point. I was like, this guy's gonna be the next big thing. But what then Cub Swanson got a hold of him. Bro, fight of the year candidate. If there's one thing I could recommend to you tonight, watch Cub Swanson versus Du Hoi Choi. You will not be disappointed. You know what I want to do tonight? Yeah, I'm not going out. I I'm want, not going out. I want Chipotle. Oh. I was gonna say, I am kind of hungry though. Me too. Is Chipotle still Can open? we get food at least? Dude, I'm it's trying to lose weight, bro. It's eleven. Me too. Yo, I'm down like twelve pounds since Wait, I got to Vegas. What's that? Two thirty six. Wow. I told I told Bobby, I was like, I was like, Jake is two forty, two forty five. If you not if he not getting by me, you not getting by me. We're, <laughs> we're in the PI room. He was trying to like like box me out kind of thing. I was like, let me show you what's up, bro. You see, you feel that forearm strength right there? You feel that tension? You know what's crazy though? When I drink, I lose weight more. Well, it dehydrates uh, you. Yeah, that's because you. But like then I'll but I'll keep it off too. I don't think alcohol adds fat the same way food does. Well, what what alcohol does it it makes you hungry, and then what people do is they they drink and then they eat. So you get the calories from the drink, and then you start eating ridiculous amount of food. You're going to McDonald's, but yo, I I used to have like a that they talk about. I used to have like a binge eating thing, but I don't have that anymore. So like when I eat, I just eat a normal amount of food, and I'm losing weight. I'm not even tracking food or anything. I'm just losing weight off eating like better just portions. Meals, yeah, not, not yeah, yeah. It's like this guy but, would eat like so, when he would tell me how much. I'm like, bro, what are you doing, dude? Like even the video like Becca posted yesterday for my my birthday shout out. I was like, I'm way skinnier than I than I now than I was then, and I'm yeah. basically the same weight. She wanted to post another video, and I told her not to because I think the our address might have shown. She in the did video. post it, but she and took I, it no, down. No, I deleted oh, it. Yeah. She asked me, she's like, that. "Is this okay?" And I no. looked, I was like, "No, nah, let's not even chance it because people are freaking weirdos." But that video they'll she posted, find, they'll so, find one clear frame, yeah, and then zoom in, 
and then our address is all over the internet. Let's not do that. Yeah, but she careful. posted this one video of us but at you were 4th lot, of July. You were a lot heavier in that but video. I was the same weight, though. Nah. I was in the 240s. This one was in Vegas. Oh, I know. I saw that. I'm The one I'm I saying, deleted. In that heavier. video, I was like 246. Right that's now, it. I'm like... So 10 pounds lighter. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you were heavier. And I have a better haircut. But you could see it in your face. Yeah. There's so a, so there was a unique difference. You're coming on up. I'm hotter now. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, pause. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Let me stop going out and chasing bitches for three months. For sure. And just focus on my shit. This. No, I know. Watch how I look in three months. It's going to be different. And but, my money's going to be up. But besides three months, what are we eating tonight? <laughs> I'm hungry. I am hungry. But even like I got yo, like a small piece of sandwich. If I go, if I go, oh, if I go pizza. out and it's order like, cheese it's like fries, this, it's like this. Oh, no. It's like, like a little piece of sandwich. You can you can go out and order like let's say you have nachos out at a restaurant, right? Or you make nachos at home. The nachos at home are going to be way lower calorie than the ones you get out. Yeah, because they use a lot of oil and a whole bunch of yeah. other crap that so, you don't need to have in your food. Right. So I, I could eat a bullshit ass meal, but it, I made it myself, and it's way better. Yeah. macronutrients That's at the end of the day it's like calorie intake out calorie yeah. outtake like i it, try i try explaining that to people all it it don't matter if you have a hamburger or a fucking a salad but that's Most salads actually have more calories they have a lot of calories in there because not when you filling, go to the you know? restaurants they'll put a whole bunch of, of stuff in like all the oil oil and oil is so dense in calories yeah versus like if you could oil, have a loaf bro. of bread or like a few tablespoons of oil, and it's the same amount of calories. Imagine like, drinking oil. You full from oil? You're gonna be disgusted. No. And it's like that's way more calories than like even like a piece anything. of chicken, bro. Like In and Out, you can go to In and Out have two burgers, right? Which is the same as having like a burger and French fries. And people don't know that, but you're getting a lot more protein from the burger. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So it's just a weird thing, man. And what people don't understand is when you walk around and do all those like exercises, like you burn like. These things eventually get, uh, they eventually get converted to uh, glucose, which is sugar. Yeah. Turns into energy where people burn, which we burn on an everyday basis. So you could use fat for energy. You could use carbs for energy. Eventually, it all gets converted to some form of sugar. So what people need to understand is you need sugar for energy, but you don't need to go eating candy bars and shit like that. You can eat something good and the the... The source of the protein that might not get used by the body will get converted into those sugars, but you use that for energy, so your body will use it as a right. fuel source. So it's like you put the better fuel in your body, but at the end of the day, if you're going to burn it, it doesn't even matter. Like They're going to say, yeah, it does matter to a certain extent. It's like putting regular versus premium in your car. Yeah. I get but that. to a certain I extent, the car still runs. Yeah, yeah. You know, so in terms for the of the average analogy, person, though, it's like worry about calories, not where the calories come from. For you, you're trying to yeah, be an elite athlete. Though. Way different. For me, eat, I try eat, to do you like... eat the best fucking fuel source that yeah. you can. As you can. Yeah. And because that's going to make a real difference in your fucking performance. But for, for us, us, it's like... I try to do high ca- uh, high protein, like, yeah, low it's carb. Like, that's for us, it's like... It's not going to make a difference if we get our calories from like a salad or a couple shots. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, it'll make a little difference, but we can still perform how we need to perform. Yeah, yeah. it's like the keto and everything, low carbs, life, being you know? in ketosis. There's a whole lot. Like, you when could you go crazy eat. with the whole thing, but at the end of the day, like you said, it's calories in, calories out if you want to lose weight. Yeah. But if you want to feel better from the inside out, you want to put better food sources inside you, like fruits and things like that. And you got to start, like, I don't give a shit about all that, man. As long as I got energy and I feel good and I'm losing weight, that's cool. Yeah. I'm going to burn the NG energy. Like, I'll eat the the, the NG bar or I eat the, the candy bar 
before a sparring session because I know it's going to be like direct to the bloodstream and I'm going to burn that energy in the sparring session. But almost like you, a candy bar might even be better for you no, right I before sparring. Because you get that shit. your best, body too, right? And it's like some you, of my best sparring sessions after having a candy bar. And yeah. it's like that candy bar, you burned that and more in calories in a sparring well, you session. You know how it's going to make you your body feel. So that's what I'm saying. You know your body type too, especially when you're fighting at a high level. Yeah. yeah. So like he'll eat, he'll eat chocolate during the weight cut sometimes. And I'm just like, this is crazy because no one really understands how this works. I don't know. He'll have like a little bit of chocolate. I'm just like, like a little piece, like a little piece. But really, it's like it makes me feel better. The mentally, weight though. of your food too matters. Yeah, if you're eating some dense ass, salty ass food, it's like that's gonna make you gain weight. Versus like if you eat like a fuck ton of like I eat eggs, bro. Yeah, I love eggs. Eggs are the easiest source of protein, super light in calories, and they you ever have just so drink, much nutrition. You ever just drink egg whites? No. Nah. So I do that, but I do eat eggs no, every day. One of my buddies, he's a bodybuilder. He's at the shop, and he has like egg whites in a uh, like a little can, and he just gulps them. I'm like, "What the hell are you doing?" He's like, "Bro, this was 50, 50 grams of protein just now." Dude, like, but, but I I used to be it into tastes bodybuilding. Like salt water. So now I do that every morning instead of like make eggs. I just drink it. But I'm like, I could get fifty grams, grams, of, grams protein of protein and make it taste like seconds. chocolate by whey protein. And you know, it's just all protein. <laughs> Bro, it's not bad. Try it. Try it one day. But yo, if I'm gonna get 50 grams of protein, put it on the vlog. I could easily just take two scoops and some water. See, yeah. I can't drink protein shakes like that. I really oh, I just can. drink. I don't eggs. like whey protein like that. I mean, you know what I used it's to like do? It's like heavy too? for me. I used to every because I have coffee every day. I used to put it in my coffee and just every morning that would be my breakfast: coffee and protein. I need to you show what I need to show everybody my weight this week, like tomorrow morning. What are you at? And then sh- I was 67 and a half this morning. I need to show you, and I, that was just coming off of the plane when I got to the, uh, Vegas and I checked. I checked on the scale. I had like sun chips, almonds, and like I think two or three glasses of water on the plane. Yeah. So I checked my weight, and I got here bloated, re- water retention from the plane, and I was six, seven and a half. So what I want to show people is like what I do and how I lose weight, so they can see some of the, like the the thought processes and like what I'm thinking and why I'm doing the things I'm doing. Also, I guarantee. You could lose ten pounds in a week. Oh, easily. If you want, and, and I'm not even working out. You when could, I start working out, it's gonna be so. Different. No, I'm saying like if you were working out and you just monitored your just your sodium, I guarantee you could be in the in the high 150s in a week. My blood work came back from 10x health, and they they said I need more sodium, more <laughs> sodium and more potassium. Isn't potassium because I, I crimp a, I crimp a lot. Yeah, and they were saying because I, they think I'm um deficient in uh based on my blood count so i'm deficient in potassium and a little bit of sodium has that ever affected you in a fight or you're cramping at all i never cramped in a fight thank god i've cramped in wrestling matches um so yeah that's where okay. i said i'm actually down to go get food right now i'm starving bro whatever you okay want. Derek lewis versus who spivak he trains here at Extreme Couture. Who do you think wins? He don't know, sh- he don't know shit. This guy, this guy said, <laughs> they're like watching this. No, like, here's my thing. I'm not paying attention to the day-to-day like fight news. I'm like, I know fighters. And my thing is I want to make videos about fighters where it shows who they are as people. That's my interest. Not fucking what happens day-to-day and weekend-to-weekend based on fights. So I don't, I'm not necessarily paying attention to like the weekly what's going on, you know? That's my thing, though. I probably should, but it's like 
I mean, well, this I'm is caught your, up. Like, I'm this editing is your career. <laughs> this is your career. No, no, no. But every day I'm editing. Spivak trains here. He lives in Vegas. You're probably gonna. You probably seen him multiple times at the PI. I knew it Derek was him. Lewis, I saw him today, and he looks super slim right now. Mm-hmm. And it looks like he's like either trying to like just change his life as a whole, or he looks slim. Yeah. I, I I looked at. It, I was like, bro, you're not a heavyweight. You're not the Derek Lewis that I remember. And that can that, be good. You think that can affect somebody? Of course, it could be good in the sense of like his long term health, which we don't know what he's dealing with outside yeah, of yeah, fighting. Yeah, of course. And then the other side of it, it could be bad in As the sense fighter. of like, well, now he's lighter. He's going to give these guys easier weight, or it could be better for him because he's more agile. He can move a little yeah. bit more freely. And his cardio is better. So there's a lot of factors Just, to go. Yeah. You, I guess you'll see. That. And we all know he hits freaking <laughs> like a like a truck. Train. Yeah. So. Yo, am I a dickhead? Nah, I mean, there's a lot of fans out there like that. Because I knew it was a Sergey, isn't it Sergey? Sergey Spivak. Yeah, that's. I knew it was one of them. I just didn't know which one. He's the same guy, Sergey. Isn't there a Pavlovich though? Yeah, but that's not Sergey. Is he a Sergey? I think it's Sergey Pavlovich. Or am I actually might be right? Actually, I might be stupid. No, I knew you might be right. There's a bunch of powerful Sergey. So I think what they really want to know is like, what are we about to eat? Like, are we going healthy? I kind of want. I'm not going healthy. No, I want. Oh, you're going. This still has some good food. I oh, might go. I might go fried Oreos right now. Get my calories in. Fucking fried imbecile. Oreos sound amazing. I feel like Derek Lewis isn't gonna win for some reason, but because I don't I think like, the losing weight helps you as a heavyweight. I'm not giving a pick. Yeah, I don't know. About That's my that, like man. intuition, but I could be wrong. Hmm. Well. I like both these guys. I'm cool with both of these guys, so I'm not picking. That's all I'm gonna say. You just want to wait, a but good who fight. who did Spivak fight last? I just X out, bro. The fuck? He just won though. We're I doing a won. podcast. He's like here. on a three fight win streak right now. That's what I thought. Okay, so I'm just like you look at it. It's like hard to maybe four fight win streak. It's hard to pick Derek Lewis. He's coming to his own, and you know, you know what's nice? Yeah, he's a scary guy. He was training at Extreme Couture doing a lot of like the team practices. And this is not a knock on Extreme Couture, it's not a knock on Syndicate MMA. I think when you get to a certain point in your career, like the pro practices are great, but it gets to a point where you need to focus on you as the athlete and yeah. your specific opponent. So it's like the team practices are good, but you're spending so much time doing a team practice where everyone is doing all the same stuff. But what are you doing that's going to separate you and get you more prepared for your fight against your specific opponent? I was going to say, And this is what I've been doing since 20... I got signed to UFC 2014. Uh, 2015, when I kind of took... Maybe 2016, when I kind of took my career into my own hands. I was like... Nah, this is kind of the way I want to run my training camps. Right, because what say, you isn't do that is... that what a camp's for, though? Like, for that specific fighter, six-week camp, isn't it, like, catered just But some guys fighter? will be like, okay, I'm in six-week camp, and it's like, okay, now I'm just training way harder. Yeah, okay. But for you, it's, it's all like... team practices. Okay. But for you, it's like, I'm training, I'm training way harder, but it's not like, one, I wasn't... I was training hard in, in my off-season, but now I'm training way harder, and... Everything is tailored around preparing myself for this one guy and his style that he yes. brings to the table. And that's the difference. And then you've got like you've got killers who are very skilled who can literally tailor that perfect style for you. If you have the right training partners. But that's you. You've 
you do have that, which well, is a yeah, benefit. I was going to say, do you do you well, have that? Yeah. So even like we were saying earlier, like I'll show the tape, I'll screen record some of the clips of uh, the sequences and stuff that I see, and I'll send it to the guys, and I'll do like little voiceovers while I'm talking and recording, send it to them. Like this is kind of what I, not kind of, this is what I want to see. Yeah. When we're training, the next day might be a drill day. Yeah. And we'll go through the videos, bro. We'll go through freaking ten videos, five videos, whatever it is. I'm like. Okay, today we're going to focus on this, and I want you to do this, and I want to rep out as many times. This is like when I fought TJ. Yeah, we, did you we have went a training this... partner that would try to imp implement? Yeah, like JB what... Bays, Marab, Devajvili, yeah. um, Dennis Bazookia. So I would have these guys emulate these guys as much as possible. And um, the main thing was trying to be as close to them, as moving, as similar to them as possible. You know what's crazy, too? We would post the sparring footage. And people would comment how good your sparring partners would emulate TJ. They'd be like, holy fuck, JP looks just like TJ in the sparring session. Yeah. And it's literally like, that's how, that, that's what that separate. has to make a that's difference. That's what separates. Yeah. I See, mean, I'm, I'm telling you, man, when, I've spar when I fought TJ, I felt like I was sparring. It was like, when he was throwing every single strike and he was coming out trying to do this and he was trying to like slip and then he was throwing like the left cross and he threw the kick, it's and like I'm you've like, seen it before. I was like, bro, I feel like I'm in the training room right yeah, now. Yeah, see, I feel like I'm in the training. And room And the right takedown now. you That's got cool. on him in the first round, he threw the kick, and I caught it. And I just ran uh, him down. But it was just instinctual. I, I wish I had the time to go back and cut out every part of sparring footage where that where that was practiced. Yeah, because it would be like, oh my god, he practiced this so many fucking times. It was like clockwork. It's just unfortunate, that like be obviously, like because his shoulder came out when I took him down. Yeah. But there was a there was a sequence before that where I like kick him and he threw a cross and I kick him and I like kick his shoulder, I think in the first round and uh, I think that might have even been the reason why his shoulder probably came as loose as it did. Yeah. Because they were saying and I've heard from everybody else like he was sparring, and uh, he had great rounds. So it's like you had great rounds. There should be no reason why you can't have great rounds in the fight as well. Yeah. But whatever, man. Like I can only control what I can, what I do. I can't control my opponents. Like, like I said before, but that was like one of the most nervous fights I had in my mind. Like preparing for that fight, I'm like, this is a dangerous dude. This guy's a bad man. Like, cheating or not cheating, this guy's still yeah. a dangerous dude. Yeah. And even if he is cheating, I still gotta go fight him. Yeah. And the whole we kept saying that whole camp, you were preparing as if he was cheating. Yeah, I was like, you if were he's expecting cheating, I'm like, him to be dude, cheating. I got to figure out a way to beat this guy, even if he's dirty right now. And that's it. So. You did it. Got it done. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, his shoulder came out, but it would have been nice to have beat on him for a little bit longer. But I'll take the I'll take the easy. I'll say the outcome could have been would have been the same. So I think so, too. Personally, I'm like when I'm saying like this shit was that takedown would have been the exact exact same. same thing. I'm like super slow motion. I'm like. I don't think your shoulder is dictating how you threw that kick, bro. Because the yeah, the the shoulder had zero to do with the takedown. Yeah, and you think he's getting out of that fucking yeah. stranglehold you had him in? Like, oh, whatever, man. Some of the fans, okay. the ones that know, they understand. The ones that don't know, they're gonna say whatever they're gonna say. But um, we're at hour twenty, so guys, we're gonna wrap this up. We're gonna get some food. I have a lot and, of editing uh, to do. Yeah, got a lot of content for you guys. So I hope you guys enjoy this. Um, a lot of fights, good announcements coming up, and life is good. Yeah, um, be worse. Follow the Weekly Scraps YouTube channel because we've got a exclusive 
training camp series with Mirab coming out. Ooh, nice. Um, I'm the trying machine. To, I'm trying to do one vlog a week with him, and the first one I'm about to show these guys, but it's the it's fuck. No one's doing content like this on fighters, so um, <clears throat> definitely go subscribe there. That's yeah. my announcement. Let's go, baby. Let's go. And then follow Taylor at. Taylor Hill dot RBO <laughs> on Instagram, uh, RBO Motorsports in Las Vegas, Nevada. The best. The best. I put your your username in the show notes. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, nice. Perfect. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. Stay safe. We're going to get some food right down yeah, the block. I'm down. Peace.